But when you hear the term corneal specialist or corneal subspecialist within ophthalmology, it actually means a lot of things. A cornea fellowship is additional surgical training after an ophthalmology surgical residency to really focus in on all of the surgeries in the front or anterior portion of the eye, including corneal transplants, reconstruction, LASIK, advanced cataract techniques, laser cataract uh, techniques, and anything that really is focused on improving somebody's vision in a variety of ways that go above and beyond just LASIK and cataract surgery. So the cornea is literally the front of our eye. And so when you look at the colored part of somebody's eye, their iris, you're looking right through the cornea. The cornea is a lens, and to function correctly, a lens has to have two main properties. First of all, it has to be crystal clear. And secondly, it has to be the correct shape, because the shape of the cornea determines its ability to focus light. So if patients have focusing defects of their eye, nearsightedness, astigmatism, farsightedness, we literally can change the shape of the cornea to correct those problems. And that's what LASIK does. And there's diseases of the cornea as well. So the cornea can lose its shape, it can lose its clarity. And so when that becomes visually significant for a patient, we have surgical corrections to improve shape and improve clarity. And so that's part of the diagnostic process when patients come in here. We're making sure that their cornea is healthy and the correct shape and the correct clarity. And if it's not, we are advising the patient on how to improve the quality of the shape or the quality of the clarity of their cornea. Those are vital capacities of the cornea that have to be present for the vision to be good. So being that the cornea acts as the first refractive structure or lens of the eye, in addition to the lens that's inside of the eye, if it is damaged or irregular or scarred from an infection or an injury, that means the light doesn't pass through it evenly or sharply, and it usually induces some degree of blurred vision. That could range from mild glare and halos to the inability to see. And if that's the case in severe circumstances, especially with infection or dystrophies that cloud the cornea, being a cornea specialist, we will do a corneal transplant and replace the cloudy cornea with a new clear cornea. So if somebody has a cloudy cornea that is opaque due to infection, a scar, injury or genetic dystrophy, that patient needs a corneal transplant or the cornea needs to be replaced. How we do it varies. There's different types of transplants. If the opacity is through and through, we need to replace the whole cornea. That's called a penetrating keratoplasty, where we remove the central cornea in a circular button and transplant on a similar size button and we'll actually sew on that new donor cornea in its entirety, the full thickness. Uh, we also can do variations of corneal transplants, which are basically partial thickness transplants, uh, depending on where the problem lies. If the problem lies on the inner layer of the cornea, we can just remove that dystrophied or scarred inner layer and replace it with a new layer of just the endothelium or inner layer of the cornea. 
The opposite is true as well. We, if the scar is just in the anterior front portion of the cornea, we can dissect down to the layers where we inc include the scar and remove the scar and then transplant just the anterior portion of the cornea as well. The different procedures called DSEC, DMEC, DAUC, or PK, those are all procedures that are performed here at Revision. And it really depends on the type of disease that's present in the cornea that determines the surgical correction for that individual eye. Keratoconus is a genetic dystrophy that predisposes patients to developing a thinned, sort of warped, steep uh, cornea, where instead of being spherical like a basketball, it, be, it adopts the shape more of like a football. And a cornea that is of that shape, being so irregular, it can't focus light sharply. The rays of light focus at various focal points and places in the eye, which creates astigmatism, blurred vision. Uh, in extreme cases, they really can't see much of anything. We've learned from population studies that eye rubbing is associated with keratoconus. So we have a procedure called corneal cross-linking, and it's simply a combination of riboflavin, which is a B vitamin, and an ultraviolet light. When you saturate the cornea with riboflavin, which is a liquid, and then you shine an ultraviolet light at it, it creates a chemical reaction. And it creates what's called a free radical. And that free radical bounces into the collagen molecule. And it literally, so collagen is protein and they're finger-like carbon chains, right? And so with riboflavin and an ultraviolet light, these collagen molecules cross-link. And so it strengthens our cornea and it gets to the root of the problem. So corneal cross-linking is preventing the progression of keratoconus. And this has been proven in the literature and we are proving it here at Revision in an FDA study. And we are stopping the progression of a disease that it's end stage patients need corneal transplants. So how wonderful for these patients not to need corneal transplants.